You're listening to Time in the Word. There are several passages of Scripture, both in the Old and New Testaments, that clearly indicate that the Antichrist will be endowed by Satan with great abilities and power. Dr. Gonzalez explains that he will be precisely the kind of individual that the world is ready for, a charismatic personality who will successfully and easily win over the hearts and minds of the inhabitants of the earth. The Bible suggests the following things about him. He will be a great leader, someone with an incredible ability to solve complex problems, and who will be able to take control of situations. He will be very smart, perhaps a highly educated individual with a keen grasp of both economic and political matters. Considering the events taking place during his time of reign, he will be both brilliant and powerful militarily. Finally, his craftiness and oratorical abilities will enable him to persuade multitudes from all over the world to follow him. Dr. Gonzalez reminds us that his abilities, power, and authority to rule is given to him by Satan. In this study, Dr. Gonzalez will also start his discussion about the false prophet spoken of in the book of Revelation. As God ministers to you through this series of studies, and as you experience God's love and grace in your own life, share these podcasts with others so that they too may be blessed by God's word and his amazing grace. Let us listen as Dr. Gonzalez continues his study on end times prophecy. Father, we thank you for this time. Pray uh, that you would use this time to minister to us. If there's anybody out there, Lord, who does not yet know your son in a personal way, we pray for their salvation, Lord. And we pray that you would equip and strengthen Christians all over so that they may be equipped for service and may faithfully uh, proclaim and propagate the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Well, we were we started looking at the key figures of the tribulation period. Obviously, the key figure here is the Antichrist. We were looking at his person, and now we will be considering his career throughout the, the tribulation period. Now, there are his career, or we can, we can break down his career into four uh, different stages. And, uh, you know, these stages will characterize the progression of his career and ultimately his demise. First, we will look at his, uh, the time prior to the tribulation period. According to Daniel chapter 7, the Antichrist, or the one called the Little Horn, will come out of the revived Roman Empire, which means simply this, that the Antichrist will be coming out of the West. He will not be a Middle Easterner. He will not be coming out of the Middle East or Israel. He will be a Westerner, and he will be coming out of the West, uh, uh, most likely from uh, a European nation, uh, which will uh, be part of that revived Roman Empire. He will most likely be the political leader of a very of a powerful enough nation that will be able to step in and uh, uh, guarantee Israel safety and security. Uh, the restored Roman Empire uh, is ultimately going to result from a confederation of nations that will, whose relationship will be cemented uh, at the beginning of the tribulation period. In fact, there are a number of passages in Scripture, both in Revelation and Daniel, that tell us that the Antichrist will conquer at the beginning of the tribulation a number of nations or subdue a number of nations that with, without a doubt will become part of the confeder uh, confederacy of nations that will make up the power block in the West. Now, I want to spend a few minutes just um, sort of 
talking about current world developments that sort of help us understand how this is going to work out. We see, for example, in the European Union today, uh, this alliance and 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 uh, uh, sort of uh, of nations in in Western Europe that are coming together uh, socially, politically, and economically, forming sort of a a single European entity. Uh, in fact, many Europeans regard or or call uh, the current. Uh, uh, what we regard as, 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 as Western Europe as the United States of Europe, made up of different countries, sovereign countries, but who are in the process, essentially, of becoming a single, large, powerful uh, economic and, and military uh, power. Uh, we certainly have been witness to, and now we know from Scripture that uh, ultimately the relationship of this or, or this confederation will not be cemented until the beginning of the tribulation period once the Antichrist starts exerting his power and influence in Western Europe or in the West. But we know that the relationship and, and, and this entity is beginning to form as we see uh, the European, European Union developing. We have now a continent uh, made up of countries who share a common uh, uh, money. We have, uh, we have a continent uh, composed of a number of countries who now share a common European Union constitution. We have uh, a continent of, uh, composed of many uh, nations who now have a president or an individual who serves as the leader of that European Union, that, 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 that federation of, of countries in Western Europe. Uh, so we certainly see the development of what the Bible speaks of that will be eventually that power block in the West that will be so influential in future world history. Now, uh, in order for the Antichrist to be able to, at some point, exercise power and dominion over the entire world, he's certainly going to have to be the leader of a power block that's big and strong enough economically, militarily, and politically to, 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 in order, uh, to accomplish the things that he will accomplish throughout the tribulation period. So prior to the tribulation, we see that the Antichrist emerges. And, and to be honest with you folks, as we have said previously, the rapture of the church can occur virtually at any, at any moment. Uh, and if this is true, that means that the, the, the stage for the tribulation has to be already being set. And I think we, will all, we would all agree that if we're students of the Bible and we are students of current world affairs, we will see, we, we, we see, we're able to discern how these things are already working themselves out. Uh, certainly we see now uh, uh, this cohesive union between a number of countries, including Eastern European countries that were formerly communist countries, which incident, uh, 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 incidentally were part of the the, the Roman Empire uh, during the days of, of 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 Christ. But anyway, prior to the tribulation, we will see this individual emerge. Uh, he will exercise a great deal of power and influence. He will, at some point, uh, not only conquer but will subdue. Uh, a number of, of, of neighboring nations and cement this Western power block of which many other nations eventually will become a part of. Remember this, 
at some point, the world's going to be divided in four power blocks. The Bible speaks of these four kings, the king of the north, the king of the south, the king of the east, and the king of the west. And we're talking about right now the king of the west. The Antichrist will be the king of the western power block. The world will be, in essence, divided in four power blocks. And at some point, as these power blocks are emerging and are forming, every country in the world is going to have to align themselves with one of these power blocks, or they will be essentially out there on their own. And we. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but, but we'll cover a little bit more about this. Again, for all we know, this individual could be alive today. This is a human being that will be endowed by Satan with great power and abilities to accomplish the things that he's going to accomplish. Uh, he will be a man who will be looked up to and respected. He will be an individual who will be able to accomplish things that, that few in human history have been able to accomplish. But for all we know, as we look at the signs of the times, or we look at least at the shadows of the signs of the times, uh, it wouldn't be far-fetched to believe that it is very possible this Antichrist is already alive today. And for all we know, he could be already an adult emerging now into the world scene through his political career. Now, that's prior to the tribulation. How about during the first three and a half years of the tribulation? Well, during the first three and a half years of the tribulation period, the Antichrist will successfully become the ruler of what we term the revived Roman Empire. Uh, through his rise to power, the Antichrist, listen, and, and I'm gonna, uh, we're going to spend some time looking at a few passages in, in chapter Revelation, but obviously, as he makes his way to the top, he will have made enemies along that line. And in Revelations chapter 13, we're told that he will be killed and assassinated, in, in other words. In Revelation chapter 13 and verse 3, we're told this, one of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, and we're talking about the Antichrist. So the Antichrist, during the first three and a half years, the Antichrist, as he rises to power, uh, will have made enemies along the line, and his enemies will at some point kill the Antichrist. But we are told also uh, in, in, in verse uh, 3 of chapter 13 that to the astonishment of the whole world, the Antichrist will be brought back to life. In fact, let's, let's, and that as a result, the world will follow and worship both Antichrist and Satan. Look at these verses again, chapter 13, verse 3. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was astonished and followed the beast. Verse 4, men worshipped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast, and they also worshipped the beast and asked, who is like the beast who can, make who can make war against him? And a little bit further down in verse 12, 
uh, of the same chapter, we are told he exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And in verse 14, uh, we are told, because of the signs he had, uh, he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast. He deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image in order of the, uh, in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. So we know that during the first three and a half years of the tribulation, he will rise to power as the as the ruler of the of the revived Roman Empire through the you know as he's progressing in the world scene he will have made enough enemies who will have brought death to him but Satan will have brought him back to life the world would have witnessed uh, his his uh, his bringing back to life and they would have been astonished and as a result the world will become fascinated with Antichrist and and will follow Antichrist and will worship Antichrist and will worship Satan as well and then uh, as we enter and go past midpoint and we enter the 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 second half of the tribulation period we know that during this half of the tribulation period he will have gained the ability to in essence become the world's dictator in revelation chapter 13 again in verses 5 through 7 listen to what it says the beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise his authority for 42 months meaning the last three and a half years he opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. Verse 7, he was given power, listen to this, he was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. And not only them, but listen, and he was given authority over every, every tribe, people, in language, language and nation. Listen, during the remaining three and a half years of the tribulation period, Antichrist will have been given enough power to now assume the rulership of the entire world. He will now have world wide domination. At this particular point in, in world history, the three other power blocks will have been, in essence, set aside or deceived or, or, or done away with so that the Antichrist will have been able to come in and take the, uh, the, the, the power and set himself up as the, uh, the world's dictator. Listen, at some point in the future, at some point in the last half of the tribulation period, Antichrist will have accomplished the one thing many individuals in world history sought after but never truly ever accomplished. For the first time in human history, one man, one dictator will assume rulership over the entire world. And in fact, he will have so much control over everybody that the Bible even tells us that people throughout the world will not even be able to live or conduct 
routine business without having submitted to the authority of Antichrist. In fact, in Revelation 13, again, in verses 16 and 17, listen to what the Bible says. Uh, he also forced everyone, listen, everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's how much control and power Antichrist will have over all the inhabitants of the earth. At some point during the last three and a half years of world history before Jesus comes back and brings an end to the tribulation period and to the terror that this individual will, will bring upon the world, he will have once for all assumed the position of leader of the world, something many have coveted but never achieved, and he will control the affairs of mankind down to the very thing you can buy or not buy unless you have submitted uh, to his authority. Now, so we've seen his career prior to the tribulation. We looked at his career during the first three and a half years of the tribulation, and we've seen his career during the last uh, three and a half years. Now, the last phase of his career is his defeat. Listen to what Revelation 19:20 tells us. But the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who had performed the miraculous signs on his behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. At this stage, at Christ's second coming, when we come back with Christ uh, to establish His millennial kingdom, the reign of unparalleled terror and the careers of both the Antichrist and the false prophet will come to an end. Now, please understand that what we're studying here, what we're looking at here is the key figures of the tribulation period. Later on, once we start looking at the tribulation period, we'll actually start looking at a chronological uh, 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 the uh, events during the tribulation period in chronological order. This is not meant to to we're not discussing the events of the tribulation. We're just discussing the figures of the tribulation at this particular point. Okay, so that's the Antichrist. The second uh, 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 figure that uh, plays a significant role during the tribulation period is the false prophet. In uh, Revelation 13 again in verses 11 and 12 listen to what the scripture says. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb but he spoke like a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound uh, had been healed. So the second figure that comes into play is the false prophet. Now, the false prophet is, of, co of course, b by the nature of, the, uh, of, of what Scripture says about this, indi uh, this individual, this is going to be, in essence, the religious leader during the tribulation uh, period. Now, you understand that just because the church uh, uh, 
has left the world scene doesn't mean that relig religion has ceased to exist. As a matter of fact, uh, religion thrives during the tribulation period. The problem is that it's religion. We know that Christianity, we, we don't speak of Christianity, we, we, we do, but we shouldn't speak of Christianity as, as a religion because Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is about a relationship to the living God of the universe. Uh, Christianity is about me entering into a personal relationship and receiving Christ as Lord and Savior. That is what Christianity is. It is not a religion. Religion is man attempting to make it to God rather than allowing God to, to, to come to man, uh, which is what Christianity is all about. Religion in the tribulation period will thrive just as it does today. Religion is nothing more than man's attempt to reach God on his own terms. Uh, but the second beast that is spoken of here in Revelation is the third member of this evil trio or, tri uh, or, or trinity, Satan, Antichrist, and the false prophet. Um, obviously, uh, he is subservient to the first beast, who is Antichrist. He's also called uh, um, w the false prophet because uh, he will be the one who will be engaging in works, miraculous works, that will cause the world to, in essence, worship literally worship uh, not only Antichrist but uh, 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 Satan as well. A uh, uh, well-known preacher, uh, Tony Evans, wrote in a book uh, this about uh, the false prophet. He said, the job of this Satan-inspired creature will be to mimic the Holy Spirit's relationship to Christ. The Holy Spirit's role is to bring praise and worship to Christ. So the false prophet's assignment will be to bring praise and worship to the, to the false Christ, the Antichrist. Uh, very well said. Uh, this is the one, listen, this is the religious leader who will be in essence in bed with the Antichrist. He will be in essence serving Antichrist and he will, do in, he will do everything and anything that it takes in order to mimic the Holy Spirit's role uh, uh, in relation to Christ uh, and, and that is bringing worship and adoration uh, to uh, 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 the false Messiah who is Antichrist. Um, Revelation chapter 13, th uh, 13 through 14 tells us this, um, and he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth uh, in full view of men. Because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. He will, in essence, be the one who will bring about uh, the adoration of the world uh, to, to, to Antichrist. Uh, let me j read you just a short statement written by De David Jeremiah where he says, The false prophet will use all types of religious props to deceive people. Today we see the satanical influence of counterfeit Christianity enticing people into its web. Religion without Jesus is the tool of Satan to draw people into his realm. During the tribulation, religiosity will be intense, and the false prophet will use every counterfeit tool in his 
arsenal. Uh, we are going to have to close right here, but I do want to continue uh, looking at the false prophet in our next lesson. Uh, we'll look at uh, 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 how he will accomplish this deception and how he will bring people from all over the world to worship and adore uh, Satan. Uh, Father, we thank you for this time. We pray that you would continue to speak to us, conform us more and more to the image of Christ as we seek to bring him all the honor and glory through everything that we do, say or think. Thank you, and it is in his name that we pray. Amen.